Hey, you guys, it's Crystal Sherelle from Indie Artist School. Welcome to The Singer's Arsenal. I know normally I'm giving you vocal tips and telling you what to do, but today is going to be just a little bit different. I'm going to be telling you the 10 habits to avoid at all costs. Now, these vocal habits are things that are kind of common, and you may or may not know that they're actually a hindrance to you having the best voice that you can have. The first one is one that's really prevalent in the music community. I am by no means saying I've never fallen for this, uh, but I'm just going to tell you right now. The first thing to avoid is alcohol, excessive caffeine, and smoking. So it's just kind of crazy how often I've been to a gig and there's other artists there and they're smoking and drinking alcohol and uh and some of us are like no we don't do that but we you know caffeine is our thing and i'm by no means saying you know to never do those things but when you do it excessively and you do them in combination with each other it can have serious long-term effects on your voice now a lot of artists who are doing this you may not notice any of the impacts that's that it's having so I, uh, I don't want to call anybody out, but anyway, there are artists and even vocal coaches who have done this. And it's really because a lot of times they think because of our vocal technique being sound, we think we can get away with damaging our voice uh, with other habits. But what really what you're doing is you're giving yourself uh, another obstacle to to overcome and it makes it harder for you to do things in the long run. So in the in the short term, you might think, oh, I can do this. I can get away with this. Um, I'm fine. Um, but you might find that you get sick a lot or that you lose your voice a lot or that your voice starts changing. Things that might happen is you might notice your vocal range not being as wide or noticing that you get raspy or lose your voice more frequently. So cut that out, guys, <laughs> even if it's one at a time or if you're smoking, cut it back, you know, uh, limit the intake and try to uh, really start tracking your vices. All right. So here we go. The second thing to avoid is yelling. Yes. Stop yelling before or after shows. And honestly, uh, if it's up to me, I'd say stop yelling altogether. Um, but if you do yell, make sure that you're still using the proper vocal technique as you're doing it. And the proper way to belt is really how you would use, uh, how you would inform the way you yell. So the first step is making sure that you're breathing properly. You want to make sure you have an upright posture and that your rib cage is expanded already. And as you take a deep breath in, you want to direct the air towards the bottom of your rib cage and the the in your stomach and diaphragm as well. So you'll take a straw to breathe in the air. And you want to make sure your shoulders and chest don't move. That's how you take a full diaphragmatic breath. Then the second thing that you need to make sure you're doing, even when you're yelling, is making sure that you're projecting correctly as well. Normally, uh, what you'll do as you're projecting is the top part of your stomach will be going down, but then the bottom half of your stomach is really going to be uh, going outwards and you'll feel your pelvic floor 
pulling directly down towards the ground. Uh, And it ends up feeling or looking like the bottom part of your stomach going out. And then last but not least, you wanna make sure there's no tension as you release the air and say those words or sing that song. So you wanna keep your tongue dropped, the back of your tongue dropped and your jaw dropped simultaneously. Now, the thing about yelling is you might not think that you're doing it. It may be a social event or maybe you're in a really loud club or something like this when you're doing a gig and then you find yourself you know, having to yell over the DJ to get your fans to hear you or to communicate with other artists. That's one of the most common places I've seen yelling take place before a gig or after a show when you really wanna preserve your voice. So one way to avoid doing that and yelling over people to be heard is to just step outside of the loud environment and talk to people one-on-one. So the third thing that you need to avoid at all costs is whispering. Yeah, I know. I just said don't yell, and now I'm telling you don't whisper. So really the reason why you don't want to whisper is because over time, it can really dry out your vocal cords. What happens when you whisper is you have a more open vocal cord placement, uh, a, a soft onset. So as you're whispering, you're letting a lot of air escape through your vocal cords, which can be drying in the long run. Another thing to think about is a lot of times people whisper when they should be on complete vocal rest. So if it If you find your voice getting scratchy or like your voice is about to go, a lot of people, what they do is instead of stop talking and instead of not singing, they'll whisper instead. But what that does is it really makes it last longer and take longer for you to recover. So please don't whisper. Just give yourself some true vocal rest. Go all or nothing and wait until you're fully recovered to sing again. The fourth habit that you've got to let go of is chronic dehydration. This is a real, real sneaky one. Uh, Being thirsty on occasion, uh, you know, is not normally something you notice, but if you're chronically dehydrated, it's like you become used to being thirsty. It's like you're used to having a dry throat. You become used to having a dry mouth. And then what happens is, Every time you sing, it's that much harder for your vocal cords to vibrate and stretch and be able to be more agile so that you can sing uh, a wider range of notes as well as have a more dynamic uh, dynamic voice when you're singing through vocal registers. And so instead you might find that you're cracking a lot. But if you start drinking more water, it really lubricates your vocal cords and hydrates your throat, eliminating your chances of getting vocal injuries. So some things that can happen if you don't stay hydrated is that you will have more chances of getting a raspy voice or straining and losing your voice more often. So drink that water, you guys. Not only is it better for your voice, it's better for your energy so that you feel more uh, awake and it also is good for your overall biological well-being. Your body is made up of 50 to 75% water. A hydrated body is a healthy body. All right, the fifth thing you've got to stop doing is clearing your throat. I know that sounds weird. You're thinking, "What? I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get my voice to be clear. How is that bad?" Well, here's the deal. There's usually only two reasons why you even feel the need to clear your throat. One, you have excessive phlegm, or two, your throat is itchy, okay? And the causes of those things are usually either 
uh, being sick or like allergies or a cold or something like that, or because you're not drinking enough water to hydrate your voice. Also technique plays a role here too, but no matter which one of those issues is going on, you don't want to clear your throat because here's the deal. It doesn't actually solve the problem. It's just a natural impulse that you have. So a way to combat that impulse is to drink water instead. And water is really good, not only for clearing up the phlegm that you may have, but it also helps hydrate your throat and your vocal cords so that it's not as itchy. So anytime you feel the need to clear your throat, drink water instead. Okay, before I get into the sixth thing you need to let go of, I want to invite you to donate to this podcast by going to anchor.fm backslash the singer's arsenal backslash support. I really enjoy making this content for you guys and helping you develop your voice. In order to do that, I do need your help. And you can donate a small donation to support and keep this podcast going by going to anchor.fm backslash the singer's arsenal backslash support. And for those of you who have already donated and are already supporting this podcast, thank you so much for your support. You're a real one. All right, you guys, the sixth thing is ignoring your body. This one is really, uh, I can't stress this enough. So the thing about your body is it knows. It knows when things are not right and it does things to protect you. If you have a cold and you're sick, do not sing through it. I know I don't care what's going on. Reschedule that gig, you know, reschedule that lesson, you know, take care of your body because your body is telling you, hey, we need to take a break. I need to heal. But what happens when you ignore that and you try to sing through it anyway, not only does it take you longer to recover, but it also makes it harder for you to actually sing in the long run because you could be damaging your vocal cords in the process. When you're sick, your vocal cords are not in their pristine condition. There's usually obstacles in the way that makes it harder for you to sing, such as phlegm or anything, like if it's already irritated and inflamed, then in order to get a note out, you have to do things a lot more extreme just to get minimal results. What happens when you do that is that you really run the risk of generating vocal nodules, which are basically bumps on your on your vocal cords that make your your voice go out a lot or really change your vocal range and add a permanent raspiness to your voice. Or you might get polyps, which are basically these cysts that are filled with some kind of liquid inside that make it harder for your vocal cords to vibrate. Another thing that you could get is a, a thickening of the lining of your vocal cords that also make your vocal cords really rigid. So you're going to have a hard time generating vibrato and singing uh, with a wide range. Now, in order for those things to not be permanent, you've got to stop trying to force things to happen when your body isn't ready and go to an ENT. Some of these things that I've mentioned are not permanent damage. You can get surgery, um, but sometimes if you do that too often and too frequently, and that's combined with some of the other bad habits, it can become a permanent condition. And I, like many other vocalists, don't want that for anybody. So listen to your body go to the doctor if it's not getting better before you try to force yourself to sing through the pain. Never do that. All right, you guys, so the seventh thing that you need to avoid is not warming up your voice. 
So if you're not warming up your voice, you really are doing yourself a disservice for multiple reasons. You're still going to be warming up when you sing, whether you intend to or not. And what that, what I mean by that is you're going to find it harder for you to do things when you don't warm up because your body is trying to get in the zone. Your vocal cords are trying to adjust. So instead of going through that pain and also risking running the risk of using the incorrect vocal technique due to your vocal cords being cold, do a simple vocal warm up before you sing, whether it's a gig, whether it's a, uh, you know, a lesson or just singing for fun or even speaking engagements. One way you can do that is by doing a raspberry. You can go from low to high and high to low, just like this. <sighs> Or you could do a simple mm, low to high and high to low. Mm. And doing things like this really warms up everything. And you want to be aware of your breathing, your chest, and make sure that you feel the vibration in your lips instead of in the back of your throat as you do this. Okay, another thing that you have to stop doing is not treating your acid reflux. So leaving your acid reflux untreated for long periods of time really can do a lot of damage to your esophagus, your throat, and your vocal cords eventually. Um, basically what acid reflux is is when the, the juices from your stomach goes back up, uh, also known as GERD, and there's se several other ways it may manifest in you. Um, so you want to make sure that you're paying attention to your body, which kind of leads into the other point I made earlier, but you want to do things that will help you manage your acid reflux and even reverse it. You can do this by taking antacids, uh, drinking plenty of water and eating more light foods, uh, that are, that don't stay in your stomach for long periods of time and also are more alkaline so that it's easier for your body to break down and doesn't kick up your acid in your stomach. Okay, so the ninth thing that we've got to get rid of and stop doing, guys, is using improper technique. Improper technique is something that can really have lasting effects on your voice if it goes unchecked for long periods of time. What it can do is cause you to strain when you're singing, give you vocal fatigue, and make you have breaks in your voice when you're trying to sing between your different vocal registers. You may find out that your voice is inconsistent and goes in and out and you never know what you're going to get because all of that straining and all of that uh, the cracking in your voice in the long run can cause things, like I said earlier, like vocal polyps and nodules. Because the bad habit is to not have a vocal coach. And the reason why this is important if you want to have a healthy voice and develop your voice is because if you do happen to have a bad technique uh, that's really damaging your voice, you may not even know it without having a trained vocal coach helping you along and helping you uh, correct those techniques so that it will be healthier. And not only will it improve your voice, but it will make sure that it's more resilient and make sure that it stays healthy in the long run. Okay, let's go back over the 10 vocal habits that you need to avoid. Number one, smoking, drinking alcohol, and excessive caffeine. Number two, yelling before or after shows. Number three, whispering. 
Number four, chronic dehydration. Number five, clearing your throat. Number six, ignoring your body. Number seven, not warming up. Number eight, untreated acid reflux. Number nine, using improper vocal technique. And last but not least, not having a vocal coach. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I'm doing a lot of these things or all of these things, I'll be the first to let you know that I'm guilty of them all too in my past. But the beauty is that I've overcome each one of these things and I can help you too. If you want to get more vocal tips like this and want to get lessons, go ahead and visit my website, indie-artist.teachable.com. Make sure when you're on there that you click the subscribe button to join my email list so I can send you vocal tips directly to your email inbox. Go to indie-artist.teachable.com. Well, you guys, until next time, have a wonderful day. Yeah, 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 yeah